0: Welcome to Lesson 1 of the Heroic Mind Course, the flagship course of the Gymnasium Academy. Just a reminder this is not so much a podcast, but a school of life where you will learn and most importantly, apply ancient wisdom along with modern science and psychology into your everyday living. This will be a 12 week course, and there will be one teaching and one meditation for each week. I recommend listening to each teaching twice, one time at the beginning and another at the end of the week and engage in each meditation every day. First thing in the morning and or last thing in the evening. You will also need a blank journal so that you can do the exercises and get the most out of this program. We are now embarking on the first part of this course, which includes the first four lessons. I am calling part one, The Call to Adventure. This is where you get to tap into the part of yourself that is calling you forth into the great adventure of life. In order to do this, we are going to build your skills of concentration and creative imagination. These two skills will serve you powerfully in building clarity on who it is you want to become. As I mentioned in the introduction to this course, my goal here is for you to truly feel the call to adventure. This call to adventure has always been there and has been waiting to be heard. You just have to listen. Today, we are going to talk about the most important thing when it comes to creating transformation in your life. This thing or concept is what most people miss or don't quite fully get when it comes to forging a new future for themselves and is what will truly help you change your life. This thing that I'm referring to is your identity or how you view yourself. Remember the quote from Epictetus that I shared in the introduction? Be contented then in everything with being a philosopher. And if you wish to seem likewise to anyone, appear so to yourself, and that will be sufficient. However, in place of philosopher, which is my higher identity, by the way, you can replace that with athlete, entrepreneur, CEO, lover, parent, or whatever part of you that you would like to work on. Furthermore, we will be giving that identity a name that you can use to activate it and also create a vision for it. What I've seen over and over again in my coaching career is that if people don't fundamentally change how they view themselves, then it doesn't matter what program they do. They will eventually slip back into old habits and ways of being once they are through. So let's start with the definition of identity. Identity is defined as the qualities, beliefs, and characteristics that identify one's personhood. It is what a person or group becomes known for or associated with. I also want to touch on the etymological root of identity. In James Clear's book called Atomic Habits, he breaks the word identity down into its Latin roots. Clear describes how identity stems from two Latin words, escentitas, which means being or essence, and identidum, which means repeated. So identity literally means repeated beingness. Therefore, through this call to adventure portion of our course, we are going to build out the qualities, emotions, beliefs of who you are at your best, and also hash out the repeated actions that will reinforce and build this identity. By the time we finish this 12-week course, you will have fully defined your identity and the action plan to take on life's adventure. So to get us started, and the creative juice is flowing, I have a couple questions for you. If you could fast forward to your funeral and listen to what other people are saying about you after all is said and done, what would you want that to be? How would you like them to describe your life? What did you accomplish? What virtues or strengths did you have? What actions were you known for? How did you show up for those around you? You might be familiar with this mental exercise known as the eulogy exercise i think it is one of the most important exercises that we can partake in as we begin our heroic journey as stephen covey one of the most influential figures and authors in my young adult life said we must begin with the end in mind by fast forwarding to our funeral we are able to really gain perspective on how we truly want to live and as we will find out throughout this course on how we currently measure up to our own greatest ideals. Early in my career as a trainer and coach, I would often wonder why my clients would pay hundreds or even thousands of dollars for me to coach them. Yet, once all was said and done, they would often go back to their old habits and ways of being after they were done working with me. As I reflected deeply on this, I realized that this stark reality was a deficit of my coaching because I was not tapping into what was necessary to inspire my clients to be greater than who they were in that moment. You see, all great coaches, either consciously or unconsciously, have learned how to inspire their students. Through their own actions and words, they're able to bring about the best in those whom they touch. This magic is what we are now consciously creating through the first lesson in this Heroic Mind course only. I'm going to ask you to begin by really using your imagination to find inspiration within yourself. I'm sure that deep down, you've always felt an impulse or desire to be something greater than who you are now. We all do. You dream about it or fantasize about doing exciting things with your life. Yet, you may feel stuck in your current patterns and coping mechanisms. You can feel it, but can't quite tap into it in a way that ignites the consistent and necessary actions to get there. Therefore, I'm going to ask you to dream a little bit, or a lot, during this first teaching and the follow-up meditation, and also throughout this whole next week. For the purposes of what we are doing now, I'm going to ask you to not limit or constrain yourself with pragmatic, everyday current concerns and limitations of your life. Allow your subconscious to take over and your dreams to manifest into your consciousness. We are going to consciously engage the act of imagination, or what Abraham Maslow called the first creation. I remember being deeply inspired when I read about Maslow's teaching on the two creations of life. The first creation is established in the imagination, and the second creation is established through the blood, sweat, and tears and inspired action of the individual. Maslow was also sure to point out that the second creation is where a lot of casualties have happened on the path to self-actualization. However, I would also say that many people have forgotten how to dream in the first place. Our goal in this course will be to do both and bring dreaming and doing together in a powerful way to facilitate your personal and lasting transformation. Now, I want to focus on Todd Herman and his book, The Alter Ego Effect, Through working with thousands of individuals, Todd found a consistent and effective way to tap into the peak performance and creative potential of his clients, which included top-performing athletes, as well as top-level execs, actors, performers, and entrepreneurs. He calls this the alter ego effect, and it it has even been tested at the University of Minnesota, where they conducted a study on four and six-year-old children who pretended to be Batman, or any of their other favorite superheroes while being given a difficult task. In this study, kids were given an impossible task of opening a box with several different keys. Here's the secret, none of the keys opened the box. The kids were divided into various groups and were given different mental strategies or no strategy at all. As you probably guessed, the kids who pretended to be their favorite superhero presented the most mental flexibility creativity, and resilience than the kids who didn't. This became labeled the Batman effect. One kid even said, Batman never gets frustrated. As Todd describes in his book, inhabiting an alter ego allows an individual to gain psychological distance from what we might call their conventional self. It also gives them access to parts of themselves that that they may not even realize that they had access to in the first place. By enacting the alter-ego effect, we are able to create in a way that may, just seconds ago, have been impossible. We are able to ask important questions, such as, who would I have to be to accomplish my greatest goals and aspirations? Then, let the answer to the question appear. In doing so, we can then access the inner resources necessary to do what it takes to get to those goals, even and especially in the face of adversity. Now, let's quickly revisit the eulogy exercise that we began this lesson with. What strengths or virtues would you like to be described as having after you're gone? Were you courageous, compassionate, resilient, disciplined, committed, or generous? Also, what characteristics did you have that best described you? In other words, how did you show up in the world for yourself and for others consistently? Some examples might be, he always did what he promised. Or, she listened intently to what I was saying and spoke with an air of compassion and confidence. Or, he always dreamed big and took action on those dreams. Finally, what were the emotions that fueled these qualities and characteristics? What dominant emotions do you most want to feel regularly and be known for as having? I can't stress this point enough, and we'll talk about it more later in this course, but just know for now that how we show up in the world emotionally affects how the world responds to us. So I want you to think about those emotions for a second that will act as a foundation for your identity. Examples could be inspiration, peace, love, compassion, enthusiasm, etc. Take a few minutes to write these things down after this lesson. Or, if you are listening in your car or at work, make a commitment to set a time later in the day when you can sit down and deeply contemplate these questions. Secondly, we are going to combine the answers to the eulogy exercise with creating what I'm calling Your Identity 2.0. To begin, pick an area of your life, preferably where you have the greatest desire to accomplish something or transform your life, or an area of life where you feel the most stuck. To simplify the process of defining this area, we are going to pick from one of three main categories that concern the bulk of our human existence. These three categories are energy, which includes our health and athletic goals, work, which includes our career or calling and how we generate value for the world, or our love, which includes our intimate relationships and our friendships. Which area is calling most for you to focus on? Please take some time to think deeply about what area is most important for you at this time. Lastly, I want you to think of a name for your 2.0 identity in relationship to the area that you will be focusing on. Is there a superhero that best embodies the qualities for how you want to show up in the world? This could be an existing figure or it could be one that you've invented. Or It could be some other name that conjures and represents your highest aspirations. By the way, my Identity 2.0 name for my career or calling is Warrior Philosopher. This name describes the strengths of courage and wisdom, along with characteristics of curiosity, contemplation, teaching, and contribution to others that I most wish to represent and embody in the world. So what is your Identity 2.0 name? Please feel free to write down five to ten names that come to mind. See which one calls to you most. And also, please see this process as an evolution and a work in progress. This name and its qualities will most likely evolve and change over time as you do. And that's okay. Have fun with it. Enjoy the process of creation. Congratulations on beginning the process of self-creation and inspiration. You are now on the journey of consciously creating your life from the inside out. Before I close, by summarizing your actions for this week, I want to talk about one of my greatest heroes and inspirations and his teaching on what he calls self-reliance. His name is Ralph Waldo Emerson, and in his aptly named essay, Self-Reliance, he says something haunting and potent. In this essay, he says, Society everywhere is in conspiracy against the manhood of every one of its members. Society is a joint stock company in which members agree, for the better securing of his bread to each shareholder, to surrender the liberty and culture of the eater. The virtue in most request is conformity. Self-reliance is its aversion. It loves not realities and creators, but names and customs. What Emerson is speaking to here is how man and woman have given away their power and personhood over to society. We have allowed society to define who we are in exchange for comfort and security rather than being fully expressed human beings. He also says in this essay that is very powerful, which is, Trust thyself. Every heart beats to that iron string. And finally, he says, A man should learn to detect and watch that gleam of light which flashes across his mind from within, more than the luster of the firmament of bards and sages. In other words, it is time to take back what we have let society take from us, and that is our true identity, our highest self and calling. It is time to look inside and listen for the genius that is calling forth from within. So, if this speaks to you, and you are ready to develop your heroic identity, Here is your action plan for this week. First of all, take some time for yourself and sit down with the eulogy exercise. Imagine the eulogy that you would like to be given at your funeral. Now write down the virtues and characteristics that you would like to build over the time of this course and beyond. You can write out the actual eulogy if you want for extra credit, but you don't have to. A great resource to get a list of virtues is to visit the VIA Institute and click on the character strengths tab, you will get a list of 24 virtues. You can pick the ones you would most like to focus on. And you can also take the VIA test to determine your dominant virtues. By the way, VIA stands for virtues and action. Secondly, I want you to write down the dominant emotions that you would like to feel inside in order to fuel these virtues and characteristics. Try to limit limit these dominant emotions to about three or four. What is it that you would like to feel on a regular basis? Is it love, peace, confidence, fortitude, joy, or curiosity? A great resource to get inspiration for emotions would be to to do a search for emotion wheel images. So look for emotion wheel images. Here, you'll get a full layout of positive and negative emotions. Obviously, pick from the positive ones. Third, determine the area of your life, energy, work, or love slash relationships that you would like to develop while the important goals within this program for. Which area of your life could have the most dramatic impact if you were to transform it from the inside out? And finally, create an identity 2.0 name that will help you conjure all of the above a name that will activate the qualities that you've laid out in this first lesson. And remember, again, this is a work in progress, so do not try to get it perfect on the first try. Let it evolve and change as you do. That's it. If you would like to see this action plan and samples for each exercise, please go to www.heroiccoaching.co and click on the Gymnasium Podcast tab. Finally, I highly recommend downloading Brian Johnson's Heroic app. It is called Heroic, the training platform. Here, you'll be able to list the identities, emotions, virtues, and daily habits and actions that will facilitate your 2.0 self and commit to them on a daily basis, as well as check off each daily action as you take them. I hope you have enjoyed this lesson, and I hope that you enjoy the preceding meditation. I'll see you next week.